Progit Racing presents Show Us Your Tips November 3rd, 2021. We're looking towards Oaks Day uh, at Flemington. How did cup the, the cup treat you, Beaver? Matt, uh, not too shabby at the end of the day. Um, look, I think as we said on the show, uh, Incentivise was certainly the horse that we thought was to beat, but um, did uh, say that I was pretty keen on two knockout chances in Floating Artist and Very Elegant. And uh, fortunately enough, when I saw Very Elegant get out to 20s, um, I did have a few dollars on it. So um, it wasn't a, a complete blowout, actually finished in front on the race. So pretty happy about that. Um, yeah, but uh, the day itself was was pretty tricky early. Um, tough to get a few winners. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, it was didn't uh, didn't finish the day too bad. Quantico in the last, I think we both uh, mm-hmm. we both tipped it uh, about the six dollar mark, which was a, a nice win. Um, so that was a good way to finish the day as well. I think you tipped the quaddy as well. So yes, uh, good work, and hopefully some people got a bit of the first four out of uh, what we somehow put together there. So on the cup itself, so a nice result for the afternoon. And uh, we head to Oakstace, where the rail is, moves out five metres. A bit of rain around, a fair bit of rain at Kyneton watching today, but a bit of rain around, I'd say it's going to, shouldn't get much worse than soft, but affected track, uh, but it is Flemington, so it'll, it'll be fine. And uh, we'll uh, treat it as fair as it tends to be there. We kick off with the first, which is the 700 metres, feelers and mares, start the day. Uh, do you want to lead us away here, Beaver? Yeah, look, uh, tricky, tricky race to start the day. A pretty open field um, over the 1700 and sort of that tricky distance as well. Um, I've landed on American Angel, um, third up uh, with two um, pretty impressive seconds, to be honest. Uh, I thought uh, both runs were pretty good. And prior to that, um, there's only a couple of lengths off me in a group one at Morfittville over 2000. So I think it's work. It's working into this preparation nicely, uh, finishing off its races nicely, uh, been less than a length in both of those. I think it gets its chance here, uh, here tomorrow. Uh, I liked uh, it's a tricky race, tricky race to start the day. I ended up just specking a couple of odds here. Derive, I think it's returned in pretty good order this prep. It was 20s when I did the form and uh, nice enough win in a lower grade. At Geelong comes here, uh, and I think it fits okay. It's not a overly, it's not a race full of superstars. And I thought the Sydney form can hold up okay. So Showtime Lady and My Delight, both around the eight dollar mark, uh, will run well here. Uh, so that that was sort of the way I was looking to start the day in a tricky, tricky contest. Race two over the mile is the English Bracelet, where we see Cerulea Miss, uh, who's flying this prep, got held back from the. Group one on the weekend to come here, and I think it finds a very winnable race. I think it makes it four in a row and um, pretty keen. So, anything to add? Yeah, no, I think the same. I think Cerulea Miss looks the horse to beat. I mean, Fox, Foxy Friday's got to be a, a danger. Yeah. Um, it ran at a close second last start, and I think it does see it in better at the weights here. I think uh, uh, maybe two kilos uh, better at the weights. I think Celia Misa goes up uh, a kilo and Foxy Friday comes down a kilo or something like that. Um, yeah, so I think the, the weights are slightly slightly turned. Um, 
but I just think the other thing's going. I know it goes up two and a half, and I think the other one only goes up. Um, yeah, it's two and a half, half swing. Yeah, it's two and a half. Yeah, two swing. and a half swing. Yeah, yeah so that um, that certainly brings Foxy Friday um, right back into this race um, against Cerulea Miss, but I'm happy to go for, with the winning form. Beautiful. Race three is the two-year-old fillies group three up the straight, the Ottawa. Uh, what are you doing here? Uh, just let me as my page flicks over. Yeah, look, this, uh, this is already a uh, really tough affair here. Uh, a couple of horses that have had a start and then a couple of new starters. Hard to get a line on. I liked the trial of Satin Love from the Friedman Stable. Uh, it's an $800,000 purchase. Uh, worked to the line quite nicely in that, not extended. Gets J-Mac aboard. I'm tipping J-Mac can find a length or two on on a couple of these uh, youngsters, and that might yeah. be enough for it to win the race. Yeah, well, he's definitely got them covered down there. Uh, I was looking to the race form, uh, which was Kiki Express and Cavella. Both, uh, well, Kiki, this form through Kiki Express, the two horses that beat home were in the Quinella in the matter of an on plate yesterday. Uh, and it was $7 when I did the form here. I think it's a reasonable bet, but a lot of question marks. Magic Carpet comes through the same race. Uh, Cavella did win on debut. I'm not sure about the strength of that race, uh, but uh, yeah, I'll look to for the race brigade again. Uh, we saw that form stack up on Tuesday. Race four is a benchmark 90 over the 1800 meters. Another open contest where I, I actually was looking towards, I don't know if mystery shots necessarily come back all that well this prep. So I thought Salt Peter's uh, flying. And as you often say, winning form's good form here. It's drawn for a nice blending run. And a few of these have uh, either passed their best or we're still waiting to see any of their best. So happy to stick solid here. Uh, what are you thinking? Yeah, look, I tend to agree with you here. I think it's flying at the moment. Uh, last two runs have been outstanding. Um, I think this race sets up really nice for it. I think it can track into this race nicely. And it has a really good turn of foot. Uh, I think it's suited by Flemington. So I, th I certainly think it's the hardest to beat. I expect something like fifth position to run much better. Yeah, still, um, there, yeah. But I think tomorrow could be the day that it could put in a much much improved performance. So keen to see how it goes. But yeah, slightly leaning towards Salt Peter. Beautiful race five is the uh, desirable stakes listed for the three old fillies. What are you thinking here? Oh, look, uh, Espiona, I, I really like it. Um, one start, one win. It's been safe for this. It was in it. It was supposed to be in Cup Day at Randwick. They've kept it for this. Uh, that's a good uh, pointer for me. And while it doesn't normally miss when when it does that, so obviously opinion of that. I'm not sure. I know Roots is still in the market, but I'd be surprised It'll if it starts. Yeah, it ran yesterday, so I can't imagine him putting it straight in a truck and backing up two days later. So nah. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, J Mac Waller on a on a spruik horse at Runwell on debut. Uh, the yeah, just one that's been forgotten here. I think it's Raduna. It's forties at the moment, and um, I was given a chance against Fangor where it started second favourite, and obviously that form stacked up pretty well on the weekend as well. And as I said, big price. It's going to roll across and lead here, but I think Espiona might be a nice horse. The quaddy kicks off with the uh, the Mum Century Stakes up the straight for over the thousand. Are you with Malkovich, who's currently about two dollars forty. 
I am with Malkovich here. I think um, it was an outstanding first up run. Yeah. Uh, probably unlucky to to get beat in that. Uh, look, I think it just probably jumps well here. The, get, the, the gate should be should be fine. Um, it can do sit off the pace or it can control the pace where whatever happens there. I think straight will really suit it, and the the soft track won't uh, won't go against it. So I think it's really hard to beat uh, in this affair. Yeah, Malkovich on top for me as well. You've nailed it there. I, I thought the one that's been forgotten uh, that can improve is Parlophone. It was 30s again. It's a mm. horse. It has Bella Nipotina and Bo Rossa form. And um, yeah, just it has had a, a rough couple of runs in between, but six week freshen up back to the straight. Uh, and again, it's just one for the court. He's at 20s if you want to throw it in, but I think Malkovich can be very hard to beat here. Uh, and there's not a great deal of other opposition. Yeah, I thought something like um, Varda, um, if mm. the track gets gets heavy and, and really wet, obviously comes right into it. Yeah, I, yeah, like if Varda's out there, they just haven't done much role, but I think the argument you made, that's the best horse in the race, definitely. Uh, race seven is the benchmark 80 over the mile, where I was sticking with the, well, the unbeaten ride and rose. I didn't mind its first up return, although it was tough, and I'd think there is a bit of a lack of depth here so uh yeah right and rose are top to hopefully find a nice trail in a running line and be tough again uh, the market's right i think the other danger here is uh Bermudez who who ran well resumed with a win um and yeah there's a bit of a tail in this race so they were the two i was looking to play and pretty comfy doing it what are you thinking yeah look i um i thought it wasn't a bad race to be honest um I thought the, the first four or five in the market were, were genuine chances. A uh, real sensation, Birmingham boy, even Hickok, I think, uh, not without a chance. So I thought the first four or five presented opportunities. I've gone for Bermudez. I, I, lo- I love the first up win. Um, yeah. It's pretty express, pretty good in the straight. Um, crossed and, and just let him a merry dance. Um, I think it's well weighted in this, the gate. I think it's better drawn than Wright and Rose, um, it's, which is drawn off the track. Uh, got Oliver aboard and it's formed last preparation. It started off really well. And then even though it sort of had a couple of fives and sixes there, they were in pretty good standard races. It was only a few lengths off the horses like Chief Altony and Face Mask, um, Scant Toon and Vainly. So they're all pretty, pretty good horses. And, uh, Looks to have come back after a freshen up in pretty good order. So um, certainly at the, the seven eight dollars, I'm pretty keen. Cool. I, I think that may well be the way to ride it as well. It's they sort of heft about going back in a couple of those races and it had given mm-hmm. no chance last prep. So we'll see what what that means here. Uh, race eight is the Group One Kennedy Oaks, the feature on the day for the three old fillies. We get the couple backing up from the weekend, meeting some of the other form. Not the not the biggest field we've seen in the Oaks. Uh, what are you doing? Yeah, look, uh, not the biggest field, but a fairly open field. Um, as we know, uh, the Oaks can toss up uh, lots of different permutations in in horses running the twenty five hundred. I've settled on Biscayne Bay. Uh, from the Ma Eustace stable. Uh, I think it, it's fourth up now, gradual improvement each run. Thought its run at the Valley last start was uh, outstanding. Oh, Caulfield, sorry, not at the Valley. 
Um, mm. At Caulfield last start against Daisy's Glint of Hope, uh, lost its position, and then I thought it hit the line best of pretty much any horse in that race. Just looked like to me that the 2,500 would suit. Um, it's, it's yeah, look, I just think it gets all the favours here. Gate three can sit midfield, um, and then I just, by the looks of it, I think it might run out the strongest 2,500. And Hugh Bowman's won a few oaks as well, so knows what he's doing in these races. Um, I was, well, same form line, but I was I was with the backup horses here. Daisy's on top, I thought was quite good. Uh, riding the pace there under J-Mac and, Bis, and not Biscayne Bay, Willowy, uh, who obviously ran it down. And Flemington Suits gets drawn for a nice run under Oliver. I think they're the three. I don't, I'm quite happy to take on the uh, form through the guineas. So, yeah, they're the, they're the three I'll play in this race. But, um, well, J-Mac's having a spring, so I think it'll keep going at the moment uh, from, the, from the two we've mentioned there. Let's wrap up the day with the Red Roses Stakes up the straight for the three-year-old fillies as well, Group 3. How are you taking us home? Yeah, look, this is probably the hardest race on the day, to be honest. Um, really hard, hard to get a line on. I've landed on the... Uh, Newnham trained a very fine red uh, coming down okay. from Sydney. Yeah, uh, I thought I thought uh, it's win a couple of starts back um, over Overman was quite impressive, and then it stepped up a little bit in grade. Was only a couple three lengths off Home Affairs and Paul Leal, and then same again. Um, so I think it's been racing in better company than this. So I think it it looks uh, probably one of the hardest to beat and presents. Decent value. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I've got Serratus on top. Uh, I've had no luck two of its runs. This prep was very impressive in the other one. It, uh, yeah, gets hopefully by this time of the day the right part of the track and uh, we'll give you a sight. Uh, I like what you mentioned with the Sydney form there. Uh, and Dream Queen can springboard off its win. Uh, I thought it had all the honours in that race and will be hard to beat against $11. So a tricky way to end the day, but uh, we'll see. Hopefully we're in front and can uh, just knock it home. Your best, uh, do you want to do the quaddy? May as well keep going with the quaddies. Too easy, Matt. Uh, happy to do so. Okay. In the first leg, we will go number six, eight, 10, 11. In the second leg, we will go number two, five, eight, nine, and 15. Yep. In the third leg, we will go as number two, three, and four. Mm -hmm. And to finish off the day, we're going to finish with numbers three, five, seven, ten, and eleven. Beautiful. Cool. For progetracing.com.au, check them out for their free tips and extensive guides, your best and value on Kennedy Oaks Day. Yeah, my value bet comes up in race seven, number nine, Bermudez, around the seven to eight dollars. I think that's what yeah. you'll get tomorrow. 
And my best bet of the day comes up in race five, number 16, Espionona. I'll make my best Cirelia miss in the, in the second. And I'll make my value derive in the first around a $20 mark there. We'll see if we can kick the day off with a little bit of a an each-way play. Uh, you got anything for the rest of Australia? I'm not even sure what's on in Queensland. Or... Matt, look, I didn't I didn't do a lot of form elsewhere. No, it's um, I'll quickly I mention, I think, I think Wheelhouse will be very hard to beat in a feature at Hawkesbury, but I uh, yeah. it's been I've a long also, week, so I haven't had a look at much else. Yeah, I also think um, in race four, number two at Hawkesbury, for Valor from the Waterhouse spot stable, I think it's going to be super hard to beat. Mm-hmm. And up in Ipswich, um, I didn't have too much, but let me just uh, see whether... Yeah, no stress at all. Uh, while you're doing that, I will mention, as I've said, Progate Racing. Check them, check out progateracing.com.au for uh, their free tips, extensive guides, and plenty of news all the way through the spring carnival. Yeah, look, I only had one in um, Ipswich, and that came up in the last race, race seven, number four, Think Glory, at the $3.50 uh, yeah. mark. Very good. Uh, I will see you tomorrow for the Oaks, our traditional catch-up yes. on Oaks Day. And we will be back uh, around that same time, either tomorrow or Friday, with our look towards McKinnon Stakes Day. I've had a quick look at Flemington. Looks a reasonable betting card. Uh, So that will be Flemington and Rose Hill as always. Uh, Good punning tomorrow, guys. And we'll talk to everyone soon. Catch you then.